Marge, I would appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody about my busy hands. Not so much for myself, but I am so respected, it would damage the town to hear it. Good night. Artie Ziff. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> First time doing the intro, Greg, and you you botched it. I don't think I did. No, you did great. Yeah, uh, just just different format than yeah. usual. I think that um, was nice. Fine, yeah. yeah I, like, was... I like adding the the person who said it after. Yeah, that's good. Maybe we'll change it. Who knows? You've 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 improved it. I've made an offer. You've made it's an offer. It's up to you if you want to accept that. And offer. I always say yes. And uh, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop saying no. Start saying yes. That's right. Like <laughs> that movie, The Yes Man. With Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Yeah. He won an Academy Award for that, didn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Tom Cruise. And- yeah. 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 Um, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Uh, my name is Alan. And I'm Greg. And uh, we're here with a uh, very special guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to be talking about three episodes today. We sure are. Doing a little catch-up as we've been uh, absent the past few weeks. For various reasons. I'm Mostly because sure. Greg's I'm too sure busy we'll, being in a play. I'm sure we'll get into them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, three episodes. The Way We Was, Homer vs. Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, and finally, Principal Charming. Now, before we get into all that, we have to do uh, Errors and Omissions. And once again, you have botched the name. It is Corrections and Omissions. I stand by what I said. <laughs> Corrections and omissions. Nailed it. So what do we got? Um, I got nothing. Oh. Do you got anything? Uh, no. Uh, Ife. Yes. He's our guest, by the way. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show, uh, Dr. Ife Abiola. That's right. Oh, thank you, sirs. This is, uh, this is an honor. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Excellent. And are you also a big fan of Simpsons? Oh, I am the biggest fan of The Simpsons. Uh, I would say that normally, except I'm here in front of you two. Oh. So I'll say I'm a casual fan That's of right. The Simpsons, yes. Knows his place, all right. <laughs> and we appreciate yes. your... Uh, Passing of the baton. Your modesty. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ah, thank it's, you. It's very welcome yes. here. Um, Eve, do you have any errors or, I mean, corrections or omissions or errors? Yeah. Anything uh, that we yeah, like... Uh, uh, I believe it was the last episode of the uh, Two Bad Neighbors mm-hmm. where it was Mr. Greg mm-hmm. who said oh, something about uh, eating raw pork causes botulism. That is incorrect. <laughs> eating raw pork causes trichinosis. Botulism is a gram-positive uh, rod spore-based bacteria. So it doesn't. It doesn't. I hope, someone really got, I hope somebody got fired for that. For that blunder? No, we, we did. Uh, an intern. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was our it was our pork intern. Yeah, they were they were an unpaid intern, oh. but <laughs> obviously, but they no longer work yeah. at Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah. I mean, we needed someone to give us pork info and if, you know, the first pork info they gave us they, was wrong. They dropped the ball on so, that yeah. One. yeah. So they're out. Mm. Uh, but thank you for what that. Am I supposed to- Am I supposed to believe this is some sort of uh, magical side of pork? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Whenever you see something like that, just remember a wizard did it. <laughs> or, 
Uh, <laughs> now, I will mention uh, our friends at the Woohoo Classic Simpsons Trivia, mm. uh, which I attended last night, by the way. Oh, yeah. Tell me. How was that? Uh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you all about it. I just want to say they mentioned that they have some er- corrections and omissions for us. But they failed to <laughs> to actually tell me that night. Okay, I told them to email us. Yeah, you gotta send them to us, man. You gotta I did. send them. Where, I did. Uh, that's what I'm talking to them right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> they gotta they gotta send them to us. I, we want this to be a comprehensive encyclopedic compendium of, of all things knowledge. Yeah. Seasons one, one through, through ten. ten. Now, um, this as soon as we get uh, what those uh, corrections and omissions might be, um, I will gladly. Uh, reveal them. Reveal them. Yes, hundred <laughs> um, percent. We we want to. Be I'm just sure. happy they're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> essentially, they uh, mentioned something about our uh, our fake podcast. Too bad etymologists. So I think there was something about that that they had an issue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe a word origin we were wrong about. But to be fair, it was it's on the too podcast. Bad etymologists. We're bad at. Yeah. It. So that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. No interns were fired over that. Not, not yet. Not that blunder. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, so I attended the event last night. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Watched three classic episodes. Which ones? Uh, we watched the Homer Palooza. Oh, God, I love that episode. We watched uh, Summer of Four Foot Two. I love that episode. And we watched 22 short films about Springfield. Oh, God, what a good... You watched season seven. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they generally, they'll, they'll yeah, take they'll, a disc. Yeah. And they'll do three episodes from a disc. So it's that's, just a lot easier. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. I love the I always episodes. forget how much I love Summer Four Foot Two, oh, mostly because so good. anything with Millhouse just gets a <laughs> leg up from me. You got the dud! <laughs> it looks like you, Poindexter! Point Stand up for yourself, Poindexter! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, I will say, uh, our team won. Did you? Oh, so, yeah. Hell yes! Pretty. Pretty proud about that. We got 45 out of 50. Not the, bad. The second place is 44 and a half out of 50. Oh so my we, goodness. We squeaked by, but we did it. Um, there were uh, there was one question. I was so close, and I'm going to see if Greg knows the answer to this. Okay. Um, can you name the painting uh, teacher that Marge had? And can I say, can I interject? Yes. When, uh, Alan posed this question to me, I got it. He, he knew it. So if you were there, Ife, we would have got 46 points. So I can't. I don't know. Can't remember? No. Can you, can you hazard a guess at all? No. Um, no. All right. Ife, what is the answer? It is Mr. Lombardo. Professor Lombardo. Professor Lombardo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. John Lovitz played him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, though, I did my guess, because I couldn't remember, but I'm like, I for some reason, I'm thinking the name Lorenzo. <laughs> Which is wrong, but considering no one else had a clue, I was pretty proud that I actually got, uh, you know, <laughs> I got in there a little bit with a decent guess. Um, what's the what, what's the name of the music teacher? Uh, Largo. Uh, that's, Mr. Largo. Uh, yeah, Mr. Mr. Largo. Largo. Yeah. Now that Largo's yeah, so, gone, we can play the forbidden music. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's like, yeah, I would have said Largo. Yeah, like if I if if I'm I pressed if I had started thinking about it longer and longer, it definitely would have been. I definitely would have went with that. There's no way I was getting Lombardo. Yeah. Um, super. Like both. Really, those are close names. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was pretty proud of our team. Like, uh, you know, there was there's a uh, at least a solid ten that I wouldn't have known without my team. Yeah. Who was so, on your team this one? Uh, so there was uh, Greg, 
Australian yeah, Greg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Janelle. There's more, than, there's more than one Greg now. Yeah, there's an Australian yeah, I've been Greg. Away for a, and his name for a is actually uh, Greg Williams. So Greg Wilson, Greg Williams. Yeah. We can only keep them separated is because he has an accent. <laughs> That's right. That's the only <laughs> way. He's, a, he's a fan of the show as well. He listens. He's a big Simpsons guy. So, um, anyway, uh, and I said we, we need to get him on the podcast for the Australia episode. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> it's you guys with all these guest stars and stuff. That's right. Amazing. Well, the, the whole idea, right, is to have more guest stars than not. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not just us waxing poetic about how much we love The Simpsons. Yeah. We can actually discuss, you know, oh, like, when did you come in contact with The Simpsons? You know, get to know everyone's kind of history about it. Obviously, we're trying for these earlier ones to get, like, fans. But uh, for, like, Golden Years stuff, it'd be interesting to get some people who'd never seen an episode of The Simpsons and see what sure. they think of, like, yeah. these uh, time capsule episodes apropos of nothing, you know? <laughs> Thank you for asking me those questions. It makes me feel terrific. Well, that's the thing. We are. Uh, I'm we're, kidding. We're, we're not there yet, Ife. It's a. It's actually a pretty good segue. Yeah, uh, I just want to say real quick. Thanks again to Woohoo Classic Simpsons Trivia. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, once again, they did give us a shout out. So maybe we'll get some more listeners through that. Who knows? Um, When's their next one? Uh, the next one is August twenty second. Uh, I will be in Edmonton, so I won't be able to make that one. I'll be in Edmonton with you. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> so. So we may have to miss the August one, but we'll be back in full force in September to hold our title. That's right. That's well, right. I well, I absolutely title. will be. <laughs> I will absolutely be at the one in September. Great. I'm in. What? I'm. I'm going back to school. What do I have to do? Yeah. Things? <laughs> Nothing. Drink? Because I'm a student. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that again. Um, there was also a, they played a mini game where they got two contestants up to uh, go through a Simpsons song line by line, and whoever messed up first Whoa. lost. Um, wow. What ended up happening is they had two people who clearly didn't know the song. Oh God! So it was like, why were you? Why did you even come up here? Why did you volunteer and to do both this? Both of them were like, well, if it was the, I can't remember what the first guy said. He said if it was a certain song, and then I would have know it, known it. And the other, the other person was like, if it was a Stonecutter's song, I would have known it. And it's like, okay, well, you can't just gamble on it's the one song you know. Anyway, what song uh, was it? It was uh, Who Needs a Quickie Mark. And I ended up subbing in for one of them. Oh, really? Because I got excited. And then I got really nervous, let me just tell you. And I'm a performer. I yeah. get nervous very easily. Yeah. But for some reason, in a crowd of Simpsons fans, oh, man. spotlight on me. It is absolutely... The stress the, just the, shot up. Oh, it's the most terrifying thing in the world. Because, Ife, have you ever been to a Simpsons show tonight? Uh, yeah, they have them in Chicago. Yeah, then you'll know. Like... It's a room filled with people like me and Alan and yourself. Yeah. And that's not cool. <laughs> well, it's really it's cool. Not. Except, no, I mean, like, once you're in front of them. Yeah, it's once like, you're in front of them. And so, it's like, you better, being on the spot, yeah. you so, yeah, better I def- bring your game. <laughs> I definitely, like, I, I embarrassed myself because I forgot the order in which they he talked about each Simpson family. Ah. Uh, right? So it was uh, um, Maggie with her eyes so bright, Marge with hair by Frank Lloyd Wright, Lisa can philosophize. Now, at this point, I said Homer's a delightful fella. Oh, no. Yeah, sir. so I jumped ahead. And so I got booed. Uh, <laughs> not really booed, but they were just like, no, you're wrong. And then so the other guy won. But I, I was thinking about it after. I'm like, you know, that guy kind of had a handicap because he had to rhyme with every line I said. So it was easier to remember which line came next, right? True. Like, if I said, uh, you know, Maggie with her eyes so bright, it's like, oh, obviously it's the marginal one. Marge with hair by Frank Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa can philosophize. Oh, what's the next one? Bart's adept at telling lies or spinning lies, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
Homer's a delightful fellow. Sorry about the salmonella. Anyway, what I was saying is, uh, if it was if it was reversed, then I probably would have nailed it oh, because yeah. he would have always had the first line to say, and I would have known what rhymes with it. So, oh yeah, when it's rhyming couplets, no yeah. problem. So coupled with the the nerves and the, uh, uh, you know, the yeah. pressure, I I'm not uh, sorry, I, man. <laughs> I screwed up. But that's okay because our team won. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> you 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 uh, you definitely. Made up for it. Redeemed yourself. That's right. Uh, so. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, our guest is Dr. Ife Abiola, a longtime, Hello, yeah, a longtime Simpsons fan. So before we get into couch board gags and talking about the uh, shows themselves, let's talk about you, Ife. Let's make you feel special. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear your nice. kind of uh, Simpsons history abridged version. What's your story? <laughs> I, I'm this is a, oh my god! Called what's your story? Yes, we just came up with a new, new segment. segment. Yeah, yeah. So it. here we go, so, new segment. What's your story? And Ife, well, my story, what's your story? Greg and Alan, is uh, <laughs> I, I recall uh, growing up in uh, Regina, Saskatchewan. So when there wasn't drought and sadness, right. I would turn into The Simpsons. Uh, and I remember seeing uh, Bart the Genius mm. as the first episode ever. Um, and it didn't seem much like a comedy. It just seemed like kind of a dark adult thing. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, uh, I'm sure you guys all were at the same place where parents were warned, don't let your kids watch this because this Bart fellow talks back. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I lucked out that my parents also found it kind of charming. Uh, and then from then on, I just absorbed The Simpsons. I loved it. I me and my sisters could like recite just whole episodes of it. Uh, and I feel fortunate to be able to see the best parts of it growing up until it's eventual decline. So yes. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I love the Simpsons. And when, uh, two of my friends said, we're going to start a Simpsons podcast. I said, good on them. Good on those Kings of new England. I'd like to be on it one day. That's right. Here I and am. we should that's, mention, that's yeah, we definitely need to mention this, that, uh, Ife came up with, uh, not only the name for this podcast, uh, but also designed the artwork for it. I think actually it was Ife's idea that we do this podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, arguably, <laughs> arguably, it was. arguably we we did the Sam Simon episode. Yeah, and we kind of had we've we've always had the like thought of like maybe we should do a Simpsons podcast one day. Yeah, and we did the Sam Simon episode on the Cinepals. Yeah, and what you could see is like the year zero of uh, Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah. Because we basically just talked about Simpsons for you know a bunch, and specifically Sam Simon's contribution. Mm-hmm. And then uh, through during the episode, if you listen to it, we talk about like we we really just need to make a Simpsons episode, yeah. or a Simpsons podcast. Sorry. Yeah, because that was not our first Simpsons podcast. No, we did a we did a, a specific top ten episode. Yeah, uh, special, and it was the, the funnest podcast. That was we great. Did. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, I want to feel this all the time. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do it. Uh, and Ife sent us an email um, saying that if you do a Simpsons podcast, you should call it Two Bad Neighbors. Yes. I had, like, several different You had uh, You had several names. different ones. You definitely did, but, like... But if I remember correctly, your, your initial uh, email, or at least message to me, maybe, was, I think there's only one option for what your Simpsons podcast should be called, Two Bad Neighbors. And that was it. And then later on, you know, you, you sent a bunch more suggestions as well. There were some good ones in there. Such, Do you remember oh yeah. any of them? There was. Like, uh, yeah. Ife probably does. I remember some. A Which sex one? podcast uh, like, for sex uh, hookers? 
Yes, fistful <laughs> of dollary dues. <laughs> and I believe another one was actually the Hammock District. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Which is, which yeah. is the name of your email. You're That's welcome. right, yeah. Yeah, I like the Hammock District as well as a as a name, but uh, I just like two bad neighbors yes. because, well, there's two of us. Yeah. It's, it just makes uh, sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you designed our clip art, like the like our profile, our thumbnail, and it's just like, the, uh, it's the best. Yeah, it's I, oh, thank you. I always wanted to see myself as a Simpsons character, <laughs> especially a poorly drawn one. Yeah, yeah. Right? That George that George H oh, W Bush would have drawn. George George H W Bush would draw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. yeah. And who, does, who doesn't dream that as a young man? <laughs> exactly. Like you made my childhood dreams come true. Ah, uh, glad I can help. Yeah, and now we have it now. So we we I think we owe a lot of this podcast too. Ife, and I'm really glad that we're having you on. Oh, thanks. No, it's, it's good to be here. Thanks to the magic of the internet. That's right. Yeah. Because uh, you're in Thank Chicago you right now, right? Did we just lose I you? I am in Chicago. Yeah, you are? Yeah. Um, are you coming back? Oh, <laughs> uh, I certainly hope so. Yeah? Did you, um, did you finish? Are you, are you done with your school now? I am not done. No? Uh, not done, done. But I'm, I'm getting there, and I would like to come back very soon uh, so I can chat with you guys in person. That'd be great. So it's, it's a process. Yeah. It's a process, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I guess, what's your favorite episode of The Simpsons? That's... That is a damned good question, and I have two that are equally good. All right. And, I, and, and oddly enough, after talking with you two, I can say that this is the beginning of the Golden Era and the end of the Golden Era, and it flanks it. My two favorite episodes are Cape Fear mm. and uh, Homer's Enemy. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I, so, I so you're saying the that, of the Golden Era. Sorry, you're saying and, that and, Cape Fear and, is the beginning of the Golden Age in your eyes? I believe in my eyes, it is, yep. and uh, Homer's enemy should have been the end should of the end. Yep. everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I think I'm pretty close to agreeing with you Cape in terms Fear, of Cape Fear of season five. It is. It's oh. the second episode in season five. Yeah. Well, then, uh, for the ending, I'm, I'm in agreement. <laughs> yeah. I think the Golden Age begins much sooner, but that's uh, it's a contentious topic among Simpsons, Simpsons fans. So, well, that's that's actually good because, like, um, I think this is the first time that we've had a guest on who actually has the depth of Simpsons knowledge to formulate an opinion of that. <laughs> Shots fired! You said with contempt people. to our other guests. I'm not saying it with any contempt. I love Ryan. I love James, but they. Just haven't watched. Yeah, as no, much they Simpsons, they, right? they aren't as insane as us. Like so. uh, the 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 two ep- the two or three episodes we watched with Ryan were like the three only three full episodes of The Simpsons he's ever watched. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And wow. Yeah. And it was season one. So yeah, it was a bad choice. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have him back during the golden years, and we can apologize oh, to him. See, yeah, <laughs> it's not so terrible. disappointed. Yeah. Uh, and James has been like he's James. James knows has seen more episodes of The Simpsons than Ryan, um, but he he doesn't like know full episode names. And, yeah, like, he's more of a uh, I'll say a casual viewer, but not yeah. a uh, uh, what's it? Not a plebe. Like he <laughs> <laughs> he knows The Simpsons. Wow. you know well enough that you know even at the trivia night, like he knew about like yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah, you know. Uh, he just all of the like really obscure, really specific stuff is the stuff he's not gonna know as well because he doesn't watch them religiously every day like us. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> that being said, wow, James <laughs> and uh, Ryan, sort yourselves out, man. That's yep. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> sort it out. We want them back. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's be nice. Um, <laughs> but we should uh, we should dive into the first episode here. You I think. think? Uh, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, let's do that. Um, the very first flashback episode. Yeah. Um, the way we was. The way we was. Which is poor it grammar. Was. It's hilarious. It's comedy. Yeah. Poor grammar comedy. No, it's comedy. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Uh, this episode, Couchboard Gags. Couchboard Gags. Um, you know, a couple of standard things. Uh, chalkboard Gag is, I will not get very far with this attitude. <laughs> And I mean that's yeah. that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. You won't. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and the couch gag is the family sits on the couch and it falls through the floor, which I believe we've seen before. I think you're right. Yeah. Like I said, I said no. This was the first time, but um, upon uh, memory reflection. reflection, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Great. I never liked uh, the couch board gags. I never found them endearing. I don't know if that makes me a pariah in your eyes in the Simpsons community, whatever Not that is. But do I just... you do you when you say coachboard gigs? Do you mean both of them, or do you mean one of them specifically? In general, in general, okay. in general. Uh, I, I definitely like uh, never. The thing, the thing is, when I first watched the Simpsons, you know, these were the kind of coachboard gigs there were. Um, very like young delinquent things to write on the board. Uh, you know, things that would actually happen if people ran onto a couch. Generally speaking, I guess. Um, as the series progressed, they started to be a bit more absurd and wacky and strange with all of it. And I think I appreciated those ones a bit more. Uh, I definitely like when Bart's chalkboard gags are meta commentary. I think those are really great. Um, such as I will not disparage New Orleans or whatever it is after the Streetcar Named Marge episode. Right. Um, (laughs) I like stuff like that. I think it's fun. And more recently, uh... Say what you will about current Simpsons episodes, which I will. Uh, <laughs> they're they're awful. Uh, the couch, or sorry, the yeah, the couch gags are some of the best stuff they've been making in the past little while, and that's all I watched. There was a Rick and Morty one there recently. Was, yes, I don't know if you saw that one. I did not. You should look it up on YouTube. You'd love it. It's you know, it's Rick and Morty. Like you like the show Rick and Morty, you'll enjoy this couch gag. I love it. Uh, oh, by the way, um, for those of you out there who enjoy the show Rick and Morty, um, I'm not saying do this, but the first two episodes of season two have leaked online. Um, yes, they have. And they might be the funniest 40 minutes of television I've seen in years. It's so funny. Great. Yeah. You could also wait a few weeks and watch it normally. You can watch it legally, absolutely, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, which I recommend that you do. <laughs> we here at Two Bad Neighbors do not... Condemn or condone illegal activity. All right. Um, so yeah, the what else? They they, they had Guillermo del Toro. Do Guillermo a, del Toro did one for Halloween. Halloween. That, uh, that was pretty crazy and. Fun. What's his face from Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. What's that guy's name? The animator. I don't know, but he did. John John Stump. John K John K John K Yeah John K Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that's a, oh, uh, Don Hertzfeld did one recently. That's amazing. Oh really? Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I haven't watched a lot of Simpsons episodes recently, like, generally any of the past two seasons, I'd say, at least, but I've watched, anytime a new couch gag that's like that, uh, comes up, I, I will watch it, because I think it's, they're really well done. 
because it's basically they're they're outsourcing to uh, other animators who actually have an artistic vision, which is nice to see. Yeah, in so a show that's in, in, basically dead. Yeah. So anyway, so this episode starts off when uh, Homer and Marge meet each other in the mid '90s, and he's in sadgasm, right? Is that the same one? <laughs> oh, God, God you just killed me a little bit. <laughs> I remember that one, and it's the worst. This is, this is, this is canon. This is canon. Right? This is. Like, um... A lot of stuff post-season 10 is not canon. I consider everything from season 1 to 10 canon. Yes. Right? Uh, it doesn't matter that season 10 is not very good. Yeah. But it's still, like, I think it's still recognizably The Simpsons, and it's, yes, okay, that's fine. Things start to get really, like, when Behind the Laughter comes out, like, I, I do like that episode, but it's just, like... It kind of kills... It kills everything, yeah. right? Um, so, with, with this episode, we get our very first look back at Homer and Marge as teenagers, and... I think one of the better episodes of this season, and absolutely like one of the better flashback episodes. One, too, one of the general. better flashback episodes in general, and very charming, very sweet, and an excellent guest appearance from John Lovitz as Artie yeah. Ziff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't remember this episode being this good. It was, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't remember. Like that's what I'm finding a lot, and we're both finding this in season in season two, aka is, the Silver Age. Yeah, the Silver Age is that. There's a lot of good stuff in here, right? It's the the show is finding its footing faster than I thought it did. Yeah, I agree. All right, so I'm really excited to start season three. Oh yeah, and like because I'm expecting them at this point to hit the ground running, mm-hmm. and I mean hauling ass. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, when season three rolls around, I think it's going to be like, wow. This is just a huge treat for me. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so this episode, uh, the, the flashback structures revolved around the TV breaking. Which I love. There, there's, the, there's, the three, there's the three flashback episodes that are my favorite. Um, this one, uh, and Maggie Makes Three, mm-hmm. and of course Lisa's First Word. Right. Um, those ones, I think, oh god, you don't need anything more. No. Uh, they're so good. They're so good. Um, Although, I, I mean, I do want to know if Homer and Marge met at summer camp someday, like, before they met in this episode. I, w- yeah, I would love to know if Homer invented grunge music. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, oh. those are the holes you got to fill, you guys. Yeah, yeah. What happened to them in the 90s? Yeah, come on. Right? I'll tell you what happened to them in the 90s. Seasons, Seasons 1 through 10. <laughs> well put. Well, well put. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, where was I? I don't know. Um, Flashback episode, right? Uh, and this this episode, uh, you were saying that the that, that it revolves around the TV breaking, right? Yeah. And that's kind of the structure of the Maggie makes three and the uh, Lisa's first word, where Homer is telling a story. And they're to just, keep the family entertained. Yeah, they're just all at the couch, right? And it's like, uh, what was it like? Uh, a, a rising Joe Piscopo left Saturday Night Live to take <laughs> to take Hollywood by storm, <laughs> and the domestication of the dog continued unabated. 
I just I just like the I like the setup of the like it's like the the classic family setting around the yeah. around the table. And this flashback takes us back to the seventies, which gives the uh, animators and writers a lot of uh, stuff to play with. Oh yeah, lots of cool design work with uh, Homer's apartment and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, the music choices are uh, very seventies, of yeah. course. Oh, except we have a little. Uh, we have a correction and omission. We have a, we have a music correction and omission by Doctor Ife uh, Funk Funkadelic Abiola. Well, I noticed when we were watching the episode before uh, we went live, um, they were playing uh, the song The Hustle by, I believe it's by McCoy. Mm. But that song came out in 1975. But on the banner, it says Class of 1974. It does indeed. Yes, it does. So am I supposed to believe this is some sort of magic uh, dance? (laughs) Magic record player? (laughs) I hope someone got fired for that. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Pro- probably an intern. Probably an intern. Uh, yeah. Brian, they're usually the ones that get fired. Yeah, or I mean, a writer. I mean, we know. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you picked that up. That's that's actually really interesting. The, yeah, that it was. They, um, why hasn't anyone picked up on that? <laughs> I'm sure they. I'm sure they I'm have. Sure they have uh, but but like, not everyone has an encyclopedia compendium of all things uh, Simpsons. Simpsons. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so or seventies funk music. That's right, and that's you. That's what we bring you on for. That's right. Right? To funk it up. <laughs> yes, thank you. Live. <laughs> Cor- correspond- correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> our funk correspondent. <laughs> for more, we go to our funk correspondent, Ife Abiola, <laughs> in the field. <laughs> but uh, I, I totally agree with you guys about uh, the 70s being really cool just to see the way everything uh, changed and the way they interpreted a lot of stuff. It was really quite quite charming just to see. Yeah, and I mean, obviously the a lot of the writers probably grew up in the 70s, so they have a lot to draw from there. It wasn't just like, I don't know, bell-bottoms. Uh, <laughs> they actually, you know, were able to put some nuance and, uh, yeah. and accuracy into it. Oh, and the, and the animators, too. Like, they changed the, uh, they changed the color palette mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah, you're right. To, yeah, like, yeah. Those, uh, to those, like, disgusting greens. Yeah. <laughs> Shag carpet and shag carpets, oranges and like and oh, darker yeah. greens. Flowers, lots of flowers. Yeah, flowers everywhere. Um, like more like washed out colors. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas everything in the in the like quote unquote present day is is like Simpsons bright. Yep. Right. Um, lots of lots of pinks. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas everything in the seventies is just so on, up on its head. Um, also, what I liked about this is uh, I feel like Dan Castellaneta is so good at aging Homer <laughs> in various ages. Like, he convincingly makes Homer's voice sound like a teenager here. Whereas, you know, Marge is just the same. <laughs> Which Mar- is fine. Like, Mar- Julie Kavner is just fine. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to give props to Mr. Uh, DC for uh, all his... His voice work. What's that? The twelfth time we've done that? Probably. Yeah. So it won't be the last. I mean, we don't even have twelve episodes. That's right. So. <laughs> we've done a lot. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite voice actor on the on the show? Ah, uh, damn, that's a good question. Um, it would have to be yeah, Dan. Dan's Dan is the best. Uh, yeah, I, I can't say anybody else other than him. He just does so much. Yeah, that reminds me. I, he, we have, oh, oh, oh. we have some we need to discuss briefly. Simpsons Newsreel, 2015. That's right. Harry Shearer's back. 
Yeah, he is back. Yes, you broke that news to me, Ethan. <laughs> actually, I heard it on uh, I heard it on the, the ticker or whatever they had back then. The the news ticker, the stock, the news, the, the, the stock uh, ticker, Facebook the news feed, yeah, Facebook news feed. <laughs> I went to go see a double feature at the talkies, and uh, yeah, they said Harry Shearer is back. Getting paid three hundred k per episode. There you and go. That doesn't count as perks. So there you go. Holy crap! That's good for him. A lot of money. And yeah, um, and yeah I, you know the thing is, and I think I was talking to Ife about this. Uh, I was like, okay, great. I won't watch the new season then. I probably would have watched the first few episodes, saw Shearer, yeah, yeah, just to see what they did, like what a train wreck it was, yeah. the beginning of the end, as it were. And uh, then it's like, no, never mind. He's coming back. Oh, okay, see you later. Have fun. Five more years of doing the show, isn't it? Two? Well, two for sure. But no. I mean, come on, they're going to go to thirty. <laughs> going to go until one of them dies. Yeah, they're definitely going to go to thirty, or until well, not until Harry Shearer dies, because <laughs> apparently he's replaceable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and man, what a weird! Can you imagine like twenty twenty seventy, like the year two thousand seventy, and Simpsons is still going, all with new voice actors. <laughs> No, oh, Zach Efron as oh, Homer Simpson. I don't know. Oh God, he'd be too too old too. Yeah, I mean, like he's already like twenty. I mean, like what? That would be also like I watched a I watched a clip of The Simpsons um, uh, recently. It was a it was a like a promo clip for um, for for Fox's animation block, and um, Dan Castellaneta has really, really dropped the ball recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it was a conversation where it was him, uh, where it was Homer and the mayor, and they sound almost exactly alike now. Wow. So he's just really phoning it in now? Yeah. He really is. He re- I don't know if that was just like a bad day, but my my guess is... No, because <laughs> uh, they have time to make these episodes. It's not like a South Park episode. Yeah, right. Right. Um, whereas, like, I like I don't know if yeah, I, he's I, he might just be losing it after yeah. so many years of doing it. Um, but he's definitely lost Quimby. Hmm. Right, Homer's still there, fine. Sure, yeah. right, but Quimby's not. Quimby's not there. That's too bad. Yeah, but yeah. Sure. So Harry Shearer's back, and. Uh, Godspeed. This has been Simpsons Newsreel. Yeah. Uh, Back to the way we was. What was your favorite joke in this episode? Oh, wow. Um, I, <laughs> I would say, because I, I to make a callback to your, your previous episode, you described Abe being just a bad dad in general. <laughs> when uh, uh, he was like, oh, you know, dad, I'm in love. And he's just like, oh, boy. He's like, get yourself a beer and run for me, too. He's like, Dad, I don't drink. It's like, oh, come on, you know. I just collect the cans, Daddy. It was so condescending, but it was said in a way with such love at the same time. Like, he does care about his son. He's yeah. just a total asshole. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really, really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah this was uh, this was another great episode. Like, as you said, another great episode for Dan Castellaneta because he gets to do Barney, Homer, and Abe. At various, various ages, yeah, um, yeah, and like as you said, with 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 aging, he ages Barney incredibly well, and he also ages yeah. um, he also ages Abe quite well. I found. Um, uh, 
what about you, Alan? What's your? Uh, it was probably the. Uh, <laughs> I really love the speech that uh, Artie Ziff gives. Yeah. Uh, when he's crowned prom king, uh, <laughs> just uh, John Lovitz is great. That's uh, you know. Let's just acknowledge that right now. Yeah. Um. He's he's voiced some of my favorite characters, including Professor Lombardo, <laughs> who I will never forget again. Uh, <laughs> um. And uh, Lu- oh, see, and I can't remember the the director from Streetcar Named Marge. It's Llewellyn. Llewellyn something. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Uh, yeah. Did I ask too much from third graders? <laughs> The review, play enjoyed by all, speaks for itself. (laughs) I use that way too often in my real life. (laughs) The review, movie enjoyed by all, speaks for itself. Everyone's like, what? There was no review that said that? Like, ah. Mine's mine's probably the opening quote that we used. Oh yeah, just Artie's uh, closing just, remarks to yeah. Marge. Yeah, good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> just the delivery is so. It's funny. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell anyone about my, my busy hands. hands. <laughs> uh, and it's yeah, but this I felt this this move the, the sorry uh, this this episode had a lot more. Um, a lot more sweetness to it than it did like uh, laugh out loud jokes. It had a bunch of those, right? But this was a, like like most of the flashback episodes. It ends up being uh, far sweeter, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I like how it takes the time. Uh, I guess I'm speaking as like in in James's position right now because he always likes to bring attention to the Homer Marge relationship, mm-hmm. and he would have loved watching this. Um, uh, I, I I like how they take the time to show them enjoying each other, right? During yeah. the like when they're when he's like getting tutored, yeah, right. Uh, that like they're they're taking the time and you you understand why they are drawn to each other, right? Um, Homer is better because Marge is there, right? And Homer is a cause. That Marge can get behind. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I think they really put things in a lot of perspective, and I can say, like, where we are right now with the series, to look back at the Golden Age, uh, Homer moves, like, looking backwards, Homer moves from a irresponsible uh, sociopath to a lovable <laughs> oaf. Yeah. But when, you, but when you look back from the Golden Age to the flashbacks they do, Homer can actually be quite charming. Like, the way yeah. he kind of woos Marge, like, I'm not a fan of the way they do like the really overly sweet episodes, but Homer is a really endearing character in these ones. He really is. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the and yeah, I like the idea that he, he he did this kind of shitty thing, pretended to need a French tutor because he wanted to get in her pants basically, and uh, and then admits it once things go well, and legit doesn't realize why that's a bad thing. <laughs> Which you know, it's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> We don't support that. We here don't support that, neighbors. but at least but you at know least he, he didn't do it out of malice. Yeah, or, it know. was ignorance. Yeah, not malice. That's or, right. Yes, or anything like or anything that was wrong with him, really. Right. He yeah. Just he's just stupid. He's just he's just a little little uh, slow. Yeah. Um, we have a bunch of firsts in this episode as well. Oh, a whole bunch. First time we first. see Marge's father. Yep. 
Mr. Bouvier. Um, wise guy. Yeah, we got the first uh, wise guy appearance, which is, uh, you know, hey, fatty, <laughs> I, got a, I got a movie for you. A fridge too far. <laughs> it's that voice done for various characters throughout the show, but they, oh, they well, affectionately call him wise guy. Yeah. Sorry? Okay, yeah. So he's the limo, he the limo driver, driver in this right? one. Yeah. 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 This was the... Why was, ruin a perfect evening? Yeah. This was his first appearance, so that's, um, that's, that's Hank Azaria, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. So, thank you, Hank. Uh, Artie Ziff, who appears a couple more times. Absolutely. This is his first one. Uh, Rainier Wolfcastle. Oh, yeah. McBain. A.K.A. Yeah. McBain. McBain. This is the first appearance of a McBain film. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, not the first produced appearance. Because they, they, they had actually, them out of order. Yeah. They actually uh, produced the episode, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, before this one, and that's when McBain uh, appears for the first time in production order. But this one was aired beforehand, so this is technically the first appearance. Hmm. Alright. Yeah. It's a, fu- it's a fun fact, Ife. Encyclopedic Companion. Fun, fun fact. It's fun. It is very fun. Alright. Glad you acknowledged it. Uh, Agreed. <laughs> um... And uh, another another kind of segment I'd like to try and incorporate. Oh. Principal Dondelinger. Oh, yeah, Dondelinger. <laughs> That's Mr. Dondelinger for you. <laughs> uh, I like that they, because they drop in his name, like, right at the end there. And I'm so glad that they had his name because he comes back a couple more times. And that's just a great name. It's a, it's a writer's room name. It is absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Dondling. Yeah. So, like it's such a perfect name to say with contempt. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Dondlinger. Dondlinger. Simpson. Is that a plunger <laughs> on your head? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. So is that it Ooh. for first? Uh, yeah, we, we mentioned more. I agree. So yeah, that'd be it. So what's your new segment that you want to New do? segment uh, is just something uh, I got, actually got a recommendation from a listener um, as just something to focus on a bit more that mm-hmm. they want to hear a bit more about is uh, cultural references. Okay. So pop culture references, things like that. We, we usually try and touch on them, but, but I think it gets lost in, mm-hmm. the, uh, in the discussion sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if we create a segment for it, we'll be sure we, we uh, nail them. Okay. So, so I don't know what the segment's going to be called yet. Um, culture mulcher, culture vultures. It's bad. We should have like a Simpsons <laughs> pun, probably. Um, so Ife, since you're good at this sort of thing, if you want to take the, time. I'm not WC. I'm not WC Fields. I can't just come up with it on the spot. No, I know. I mean, like you can like email. But us like, later. who's WC oh, Fields, sure. for example? WC Fields, ah, is a, like a silent film actor. Oh, okay. He moved see, over into see, the he, he knew that. So that's why he's good at this stuff. Ah, sure. I like it. Sure. Started out in vaudeville. It, it's like... Oh. No, I know who W.C. Fields is. Yeah, how couldn't you? There's a picture of him at the Empress. He worked there. I, yeah, I toured people and yeah. showed them it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so, pop culture, culture references. It's the t- temporary title for this segment. Uh, Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert, yeah. I wanted to mention that. That's <laughs> when they're talking about the McBain movie yeah. at the beginning of the episode. Right. And, uh, I believe that's uh, right before uh, Homer threatens to punch his children in the eyes. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was kind of jarring when I watched this again. The first thing Homer does is threaten to punch both his children. He really in the goes eyes. right to ten when he's like yeah. shooting insults and that kind of thing. Yeah, what is it? It's like uh, 
Do you guys have to? Do you two have to sit too close to the TV? It'll hurt your eyes. No, it doesn't. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> what a, but by what the end of the episode, you love them. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, oh. And uh, in that in that same vein, with the uh, with them referencing uh, Siskel and Ebert at the movies, we have of course Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, McBain is very clearly an Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, stand-in, mm-hmm. and. Uh, even with the, you know, quips, like funny quips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, you know, it's time for you to leave or whatever. And he throws him out the window. He's like, Dot makes two of us. Yeah. Not the best one, but it's uh, it's there. Yeah, there's a bunch. And uh, have you guys seen the McBain movie cut together? No, I want yeah, to someone, so bad. Someone put that on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, if you it's look really at all the all the times they have a clip from a McBain movie in The Simpsons, yeah. it creates a cohesive story. Like if you cut him yeah, off, yeah, 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 with Mendoza and uh, his his part Scoey and the chief, yeah, yeah, not Scoey, is it Scoey? Yeah, who gets shot up in the diner? Yeah, who has he, to live forever? Yeah, li- yeah, he he dies and I mean, Scoey, yeah, I think it is. No, it's his band, his band, uh, band. Oh my band leader Scoey, band leader Scoey. Yeah, <laughs> he makes you look like a homosexual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Lily. <laughs> sorry, there was a dog under my foot. Yeah. Yeah, we have another special guest on the podcast. Uh, her name's Lily. Hello. Say hi, Lily. Bark. That was that was me. That was me doing a dog impression. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for deceiving you, listeners. She's so cute. <laughs> She's a very nice dog. Um. So, uh, oh, what what else we got for uh, culture vultures? So much music in this one. Music, yeah. Uh, that's as, as time setting plays, we said uh, the anachronistic uh, hustle. Yeah. Um, the Joker. That's oh, the Joker's in there. So good. Homer sings it so very well. Funny. So funny. Um, there's a reference to uh, William Shakespeare's chicken. <laughs> yeah. Fried chicken. Also, um, when uh, Homer is driving his car, uh, They Long to Be Close to You by the Carpenters is playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great. Oh, I was going to make a bad joke there. You may have to edit this. <laughs> it's going to make an awful, awful joke. I'm sorry. Save, save it for the after dark. All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> it gets a little blue. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a little, a little blue after that. Um, what else? Uh, the dance is called Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. yeah, and the, yeah. the band's playing that song, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, they reference Elliot Gould they sure as, like a, as like a, uh, a hunk. Like a, during also, the 70s, he's like a good looking uh, Tom Cruise esque actor. Now yeah. he's cha- uh, uh, what, Monica's dad on Friends? <laughs> he was he also in the Oceans films. He was in the Oceans films, you're right. I thought he died. Oh, never mind. Oh. Um, you're thinking of Michael Jackson. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, I get those two. <laughs> get them confused <laughs> often. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that's the, that's the culture vultures. Yeah, yeah. Those are. Those are um, why do birds suddenly appear? Uh huh. Is that's, one uh, that's, that was, that's the Carpenter's one, right? Is that, that's the Carpenter's one. I said that's the yeah. one you said. Yeah, the song's um, actually called "They Long to Be Close to You." They long to be close to you. Okay. Um, in that case, I just like to mention it as like a, a continuing, like a, like continuity because that actually is like Marge's favorite song, mm. and they actually bring it up about Senior Ding Dong. Yeah, with Senior Ding Dong. Um, oh right. Which is not a very good episode. No, um, mostly because of that segment. Yeah, yeah. Or that, that B story. It's a really bad B story. Yeah. It's 
Really. That's the red trucker one, right? Yeah, yeah. We watched that one recently. Too. Yeah, and it, like I find the I find the trucker part. I enjoyed that stuff. Ridiculous, but fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Anytime it cuts back to Marge and Lisa, though, I'm like, I can fast forward through that. <laughs> yeah, like wow. <laughs> Someone fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's our culture vulture for that one. Um, All right, that works. That works. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for bringing you down on that one. Oh, hey, you know, there's another. Uh, there's another big one though. Jimmy Carter is referenced uh, in a roundabout way because they talked about the speed limit being reduced to 55. Mm, yeah, that was actually a which, thing, wasn't it? It was. Jimmy Carter wanted to do that, and its uh, approval rating plummeted. Oh, so that's a big shout out to the 70s. Would you say Jimmy Carter Whatever. is smarter? It's waffle. Tumbleweed. Rolls by. <laughs> 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 Perfect. <laughs> Scooby Doo can do do. Should we move on to the next one? Let's move on. Uh, about Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, Dawn of Justice. And <laughs> oh, did you see the new trailer? I did. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little excited about it. <laughs> Every is it weird? Like this isn't weird. This isn't weird at all. Um, every single time they show something with Batman, uh-huh. I'm like, that looks great. I don't like his mech suit, to be honest. I'm fine with it. All right. <laughs> every time they show something with Superman, and I mean anything with Superman or Batman in the same scene, yeah. or anything with Superman just alone, I'm like, boo! Get off the stage. Because I know he just ruins every movie he's in. Yeah. <laughs> By being this indestructible jack-off. Anyway. Um, you can, I don't know how I feel about Eisenberg with long, curled, curly, or carrot-top hair. With long, wavy hair. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it beautiful? What is happening? He's uh, he's channeling his character from Now You See Me. Okay. <laughs> His tour de force yeah, in that movie. His amazing performance. <laughs> um, so, Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth, Eighth Commandment. Ife, care to summarize the story for us? Sure. Uh, well, some uh, sneaky Pete tries to install cable <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in Ned Flanders' home. Homer hears about this, and he coaxes the guy for 50 bucks to do it to his own home. And this puts the family in quite the conundrum particularly with Lisa Simpson, Mm -hmm. and hilarity ensues. Very much so. Uh, Featuring several uh, guest appearances from Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman's all over this one. Yeah, he really is. Um, As as Alan uh, has has already pointed out, um, whenever Troy McClure or Lionel Hutz are on the show, um, they will throw Phil Hartman in. Almost everywhere. Anytime they can find a good B character. Yeah. For <clears throat> good. Yeah. So because he's just so great, and he's perfect as Moses. <laughs> Little theme there. Yeah. Yeah. He started out as God. As God. Now, now he's Moses. Now he's Moses. And um, then Phil Hartman. I mean, <laughs> and Troy McClure. Yeah. And Troy McClure. Uh, and he's also the sneaky Pete. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great to see Ned riled up. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because <laughs> he doesn't swear or anything. No. He doesn't actually get mad. Yeah. Like, when he threatens to hurt him, he says, I'll box your ears. I yeah. can't tell you how many times I say that in my real life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
boxer's ears. I swear. <laughs> have you guys are like, have you have you have you played uh, any of the Batman games? Uh, no, I have not. Not like the new Arkham ones. Yeah, because you actually box people's ears. Oh, like yeah, you slap the sides of their head. Yeah, yeah. just combobulate them. Yeah, because you can't kill them. You see. Yeah. Well, you can. You just shouldn't. No, you, you no, can't. Yeah, you in, this, can. in the in, game, in you can't. In the can. games, you can't. Oh, I thought you meant real life. I was trying to lecture <laughs> you on morality. Yeah, I can do whatever I want in real life. Yeah. I'm an adult. It's... Okay, well, <laughs> this is recorded, Greg. I hope you know that. I don't want to get involved. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can do that in the Batman games. You can, yeah. Did you enjoy Arkham, Arkham Knight? <laughs> I did. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. I got 100%. Already? Yeah. That was fast. I know. Uh, did you did you like that that secret ending? Uh, secret ending, as in like the hundred percent. The hundred percent. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. I was okay with it. Yeah. Moving on. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I was talking Batman, and I get sidetracked very easily. It's true. I've seen it. Yeah, I just love Batman, <laughs> but I love The Simpsons too. Oh boy, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's. Uh, this episode is one that, that always stuck with me. Uh, the scene where... Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Couchboard gags. Couchboard gags! Couchboard gags. God damn it. Um, I think... Greg's favorite segment. Yeah. Uh, chalkboard. I will not make flatulent noises in class. Makes sense. For, for the layman's, it's fart noises. Yeah. Fart noises. Go on. And then, of course, the couch gag, the family dances before getting on the couch. We've seen that one a couple times. We have, yeah. yeah. They do a little Egyptian dance. And the only guest star is Phil Hartman as Troy McClure Moses and the Cable Guy. That's right. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, He's the honorary, uh, was it, seventh main cast member? Yeah, for seven hmm. seasons. How many... Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, first appearance of Troy McClure, of course. Was it? It yeah. was. It totally was. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that. we just had Lionel Hutz the first time. Yeah. Three episode, two episodes ago. Yeah. And then uh, Troy McClure comes along. And uh, what's great is that uh, he's introduced as a very clear character, in a sense. He's a washed-up Hollywood actor yeah. who's now doing, like, infomercials. Yeah. And his shtick, which is, you may remember me from such blank as, is right there at the beginning. And it's great. <laughs> and I feel like that's probably something, uh, as writers, they adore doing anytime Troy McClure comes along. It's like, what, what fake movies are we going to create this time? Because they're so funny, and I just love, I love all the... There was a there was a compendium uh, image or something that like assembled all of Troy McClure's fake. Yeah, he, like it was the it was the one with him with the the flap tabulous crap clap traption. <laughs> the flab is it the the flab trabulous clap no fuck fan trabulous fan trabulous clap traption <laughs> Professor Horatio Lafnagel. Yeah, he's wearing it on his back, and it's got all of the. All of his his entire filmography, yeah, surrounding him, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really cool image that has, you just read it. You're just like, oh my god, yeah, oh god. I Alice's will... adventures through the windshield class. <laughs> oh. That's a... why that, did I say the my decapitation god, that of Larry Redfoot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, 
Um, <clears throat> oh, that was another question at Simpsons trivia that uh, irked me. I think most of the bar, judging by the reaction, because um, it was kind of a trick question. It was, it was a multiple choice, and it was which of these four films is not one of Troy McClure's educational films? <clears throat> and they all sounded legit. So I was like, well, I think I think the question then is which one's not educational, right? So I'm like, I'm pretty sure all four of those are actual movies set in the um, in the show. There was the Fuzzy Fuzzy Bunny yeah. uh, Adventures with You Know What or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Larry Ledfoot. There was uh, Man vs. Nature, The Road to Victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one, I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it was uh, like uh, one minus two equals negative fun. But it was... That one's real. But yeah, but the but the numbers they said in the question were different, and that was why oh. you had to guess that one right. So it was a very tricky one. That was that's really tricky. Yeah, and so I remember when they announced that as the answer, the whole bar erupted in like, ah, boo urns, boo. Did <laughs> <laughs> they say boo urns? They said boo urns. Oh, that's yeah. great. So, oh my god, I missed that. <laughs> oh my god, so awesome. Oh, that's great. So anyway, Troy McClure. What a, yeah. what a great addition to the Simpsons cast. And, like, they didn't, like, oh, God, he's just such a great... He's apparently designed to look like Phil Hartman as well. He, he, uh, he does a little bit. I, I, I'm not qualifying it. I'm saying that's not, what, what, what they tried. Not, um, I honestly, I, I think Lionel Hutz looked more like him. Yeah, they, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's up. But they were going to do, uh, like, they wanted to do a live-action Troy McClure movie. With Phil Hartman in in the role, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I would have watched that movie. Oh yeah, I would. I would watch it. Sounds yeah. good. I would have owned that movie. I, I would have owned this three disc special edition. Yeah, that would. Like, so even, you. even if it was garbage, <laughs> I totally would have got it because yeah. Phil Hartman would have with been the great. Beer co- beer koozie. <laughs> That's the edition I would have bought. <laughs> I, I I hope like, like I hope the reason that it. That it got stopped was because all they wanted to do was five minute vignettes of segments from his different movies. <laughs> I, I, I wish like, I was the Professor Horatio Huffman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would have watched that movie. Oh god, yeah, that sounds like a Terry Gilliam movie. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I just love how that's because that's in the Fish Called Selma episode, right? Yes, and it's uh, he gets like all these offers to do great things. Yeah. But he his decides to do his pet project, which is that movie. <laughs> and you know what makes me think of is Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> when that movie was announced, I'm like, this is the professional Horatio Huffnagel movie. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, what are you doing? <laughs> it's oh, his pet project. Well, I honestly truly believe that with a director like Terry Gilliam behind the camera, it could have succeeded. I agree. <laughs> So, Homer steals cable. Yes, he does. And uh, he loves it. And he doesn't really have any qualms about it. But Lisa... Well, Lisa is fine with it until Sunday school starts. That's right. This is why the religious school doesn't work. Yeah, people. That's right. Teaches you to be moral. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Teaches you not to steal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is ridiculous. Because they just scare you into being good. Yeah. Are you sure they're not Catholic? Uh, of I don't think they, they are. are. That was no, because there was, there was a joke <laughs> when Bart goes, when 
Bart goes, uh, you know, why don't we turn Catholic? At least we can get booze sometimes. Nobody's no turning Catholic. Catholic. Three children is enough. <laughs> yeah. I love that joke. It's great. Also, that's, that is the reason, if I could reference the title, why they put a question mark. Because the, with certain denominations, you can guess what they are based on which commandment is the eighth. Because it's pretty much just a bunch of statements, and then they just label them. Mm. So, like, uh, uh, Jews and uh, Protestants, the eighth is no stealing. But okay. if you're Catholic, it's different. So I think that's kind of an inside joke. I thought you were going some more parts there for a second. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't. No, that makes that that makes that makes perfect start sense. a sentence with Jews. I get nervous. Go on. Did I cut out there? And <laughs> no, but it's just <laughs> that would be hilarious. The, the if sentence you did. started as wow, yeah. Jews, the wrong <laughs> and there was a brief pause, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh no, yeah! You're fine. You're fine. Oh, you're thank, fine. Thank God. You're totally fine. Have to make like a, to make like a statement afterwards. <laughs> and he didn't put any. Bad. He didn't put any stank on it. So yeah, it's fine. I didn't put any stank on it. <laughs> yeah. Too bad neighbors does not support the uh, racial comments that uh, Mr. Abdul. <laughs> um, no, that's that's actually really interesting because uh, um, I didn't know that the uh, that the commandments were listed in a different order. I thought it was. I thought it was like no in particular order. It doesn't actually matter. They're all really important. I know what I'm talking about, Craig. I know you know what you're talking about. Oh, that that seemed really defend. That seemed really like an affront to me. You're just like, no, I didn't know that. I don't think it's legitimate. Oh, no. You say there's a there's a question mark in the episode. There is a question mark in the official title. Oh, really? Yeah. Wikipedia disagrees with you. Uh, well, you know, uh, Wikipedia and its mother can... <laughs> wow. <laughs> can eat crow. On my, episode here, on my episode here, there's a question mark. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. It's, just, it's, versus, that. it's versus the eighth commandment? <laughs> or eighth commandment? <laughs> <laughs> or Homer? <laughs> Homer versus Lisa and the eighth commandment? Placement of the question marks uh, crucial. Very important. It's really important. Um, so this is a, this is one of the Simpsons episodes. It's like a classic morality yeah episode with like very strong. It's a very good precursor to Homer the Heretic. Yeah, Homer the Heretic. Um, which I, I I like more than this one. Um, I think it's funnier. Uh, also, cable TV apparently. Like, well, yeah, in that time, it was, especially in America, it was less common. But even, I don't know about you, but even myself growing up, when people knew I, like, found out I had cable TV, they were like, whoa, like, that's, I'm like, oh, like, to me, it was just normal. But a lot of people had, like, just the standard, like, three channels or whatever it was. Three channels, unless you're in, like, a big city that had, like, city TV or a channel. Well, I wasn't, Greg. I was. (laughs) This is... Really getting heated. Yeah, this episode this for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Someone usually quits. Yeah, every episode. It's usually Greg. For good have, you guys kept the, well, have you guys kept a tally? No. Well, it's that's pretty, for the fans to decide. It's pretty easy. Send us your comments, everyone. Who should quit next who's, episode? Who's quit the most? Yeah. Um, we'll put it on a T-shirt. All right, so. <laughs> So yeah, six so, to one. <laughs> so Lisa gets upset. Uh, you know, basically tells Homer, "Don't steal, or we'll all go to hell." You know what? That scene in the grocery store where she calls out her mom with the grapes. Yeah, that's the scene that 
always stuck with me. I me don't, too. I don't know why. Um, it stuck with me in the sense that if I go to the grocery store, I would never think of eating grapes. Yeah. <laughs> whilst shopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because of that specific episode. I mean, I'll eat pears, I'll eat apples, but uh, grapes? <laughs> I mean, I'll steal a chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those grapes are sacred, man. Yeah. <laughs> See... Thou shalt not steal is just so general, man. <laughs> you can't just be that general with <laughs> commandments. commandments. You gotta be specific. Grapes, okay. Cable, all right. I get it. Is this a is this chicken? A, <laughs> chicken. No. Is this a correction or omission for God? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. You really omitted the commandments, God. Essentially, like. Over generalizations, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's lazy writing. <laughs> um, I do really uh, like in this episode the uh, fantasy sequence at the beginning with uh, Homer the Thief and uh, oh, yeah. what's his name, the adulterer who looks like Jacques, yeah, which is a nice little touch, yeah, and uh, what's his name, who Carver 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 of Graven Images. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's really funny. And then, like, Moses coming down and ruining everyone's life. Yeah. Um, that's like usual. That's, that's, actually, Moses. that's actually a great uh, cultural reference, if, yeah. if, I, if I may. You may. Um, Is it a culture vulture? Sure, let's do it. All right. Um, the uh, first culture vulture starts out at the very beginning, and it's, of course, Cecil B. DeMille's The Ten Commandments. Yeah, with Charleston, Charleston Heston. Charlton. <laughs> no, I stand by it. Wow. He's not a candy. Charleston Chew. <laughs> Charleston Chew. <laughs> Charleston Chew Heston. <laughs> his full name. Yeah. You said okay. Chew, right? Yeah. Not okay. Jay. Okay, just we're cutting in and out. Efe. <laughs> we know how I feel about Jews. This is so incriminating to me. We're going to work again in this town. Why are you doing this? We already this? know you can never run for senator. It's fine. Uh, yeah, that's the reason why, sure. <laughs> I've seen your your internet folders. Well, not the folders themselves, but you've sent me images from them. Um, I I send them funny pictures. That sounds... You can't just leave that open, Alan. Oh, I'm gonna... (laughs) You can't just leave it open to what I'm sending. (laughs) Your Honor. The image of of Moses is pretty much the exact... Depiction. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's how so many B. DeMille uses. Down to the colors of his robes. Right? Yep. Um, And the... uh, I don't know how long it's been since you've seen the Ten Commandments, or if you've ever sat Never. through that four-hour monstrosity. Never seen it. Um, well, it's four hours long, and mm. it's ridiculous. Um, See, I watch a movie that's like the Two Commandments. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half. You know, give give it about yeah, forty-five minutes per commandment. Yeah, that way you can do them justice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know those Two Commandments, like Marley and me and the rest. <laughs> Uh, and so the depiction of the Mount Sinai is essentially the exact scene of the climax of, uh, the Ten Commandments when Moses comes down and sees all of the, uh, people just being the worst mm-hmm. and like, you've desecrated everything. I'm going to break the stone tablets because I'm mad. <laughs> and he breaks them and then God forces him to wander the desert for like, what is it, 40 generations or 40 years? I think it's Both. 40 years. 40, 40 generations would probably still be going on now. Fair. 40 years. 40 years. It's a long time to wander the desert. 
don't know. I yeah. doubt you could do it. I probably. I mean, I haven't even done anything for forty years yet. Okay. What are the other? <laughs> uh, what are, What are the other uh, cultural? Some more, some more culture vultures. Uh, North by Northwest. Uh, Yeah, it's a subtle one. It's uh, when Homer stops in front of the the car, like waves oh, the car right. down, and yeah. it fall, kind of falls over weirdly. Oh, that's why they yeah. do that. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things I never would have got as a kid, but now that I've also, seen North by Northwest. But, also to merge too uh, for first time characters and references, uh, uh, Dredrick Tatum slash yeah. Mike Tyson. That's yeah. right, first time. That's right, and uh, uh, Don King manager guy, Lucius. He's got that's yeah, I did not see Lucius. In he's this. in the background. He's in the back. It's very, it's very subtle. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, he's in the background. Um, it's oh. his big hair. Yeah. Right. They don't ever name him. They don't name him, and they don't draw attention to him. It's just literally supposed to be like, you know, I think at the time they didn't expect Redick Tatum to ever come back, so they're just like, ah, see, he's Mike Tyson. Get it? Um, <laughs> and uh, there's uh, there's a, a a nice little segment of Bart watching cable. And watching some different films. He's like, oh, this is where they get Jaws. And this is where Die Hard jumps out the window. <laughs> this is where Wall Street gets arrested. <laughs> because when we were when we were kids, I didn't know it was John McClane. Well, it's, it's John McClane Die Hard, like his full name. I thought it was John Die Hard McClane. But, right, sorry. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Gordon, Gordon Wall Street is... Gecko. Gordon Wall Street Gecko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Great White Jaws. No, they just call him Jaws. He was right well, there. Well, it's, it's like a fan nickname is Great White Jaws. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the nickname in this case is Great White. That's Yes. Yeah. His name is actually His Jaws. His real name is Jaws, yeah. yeah. In quotes, it's Great White. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, of course, broadcast nudes. <laughs> that's right. Um, as a parody reference to James L. Brooks's own film, that's right. Broadcast, broadcast News. News. Which I have not seen. Me neither. No, no, I haven't. But um, uh, reason, like... I always got that movie and Network confused in my mind. Yeah, that's... I've seen Network. That's fair. Um, uh, Network's better. Okay. Not by much. Okay. Broadcast News is, I hear, very good. All right. Um, I mean... I mean, Jimmy L did it, so... Network is really good. Network is fucking great. It's it's a good movie. I really like that movie. It's oddly prophetic. This is not the Cine Palace, though. <laughs> <clears throat> and we would not talk about Network, because that's too serious. Oh. Isn't it? What? Why, is, why are you accusing me? I'm upset with the direction that we're going. Right now? Yes. In terms of the Cine Palace? Or? We're fighting in front oh, of Ife. okay. So no, yeah, I don't like started this. <laughs> I'm just talking about movies. Very good. I'm out. All right, so Ife, what's your favorite joke in this episode? Can I name two? Because there's two. Of course. Uh, you okay. may not. Can I, na- can I name two? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. The first one is a visual gag. It's where uh, Lisa first gives her grievances to Homer, and he like puts her on his lap and just talking with her, and then uh, the big boxing match comes up, and Homer stands up, and Lisa face plants, <laughs> and, they do not, and they don't acknowledge it. Homer does not care one bit. It's... That was the only time, well, other than the next joke, that I just burst out laughing uncontrollably. It was <laughs> so good. The uh, number one joke that I will say is when uh, Sneaky Pete comes back in, that, fit, that flim-flam. Yeah, that so flim-flam. flim-flam. And Homer goes, how did you get in here? And he goes, oh, your door wasn't locked in any serious way. 
<laughs> and he said it so naturally. Again, hats off to Phil Harvin. Like yeah. that was just a great delivery. So yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, what about you, man? Um, you know, it's probably the like Homer the thief, yeah, the adulterer. I just I don't know just like some, how like casual they are about their, especially the adulterer, yeah, about their jobs essentially, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just found it really funny is like the the idea of oh yeah before the commandments everyone just did these things and everyone accepted it like oh Homer how's business oh you know slow down that's uh, in the desert that's why it's such I find it such a great reference to. The Ten Commandments, because that scene is ridiculous. <laughs> like he comes down from the mountain, and they're just having like this crazy nineteen fifties sanctioned orgy, <laughs> right? So it's like not actually that much, it's, but it's like, a lot of hand holding. Yeah, yeah, like, but they're like they're going fucking nuts. You're seeing all of these commandments that he's just received <laughs> being broken right in front of him, right? And yeah, that's like it's a great reference. Yeah. Um, my favorite is probably very like it's a. You guys said like probably the best ones in the episode, so I'll I'll just give a just a smaller one. Uh, a great little pamphlet that Homer <laughs> receives. Uh, so you've decided to steal cable pamphlet <laughs> as if everything's just fine. Cable companies are really multi-billion-dollar faceless corporations, so it's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's so easily convinced. Yeah. Um, really quick, you want to head to the next one? Yeah. Um, so, our next episode. Principal Charming. Couchboard gags. I will not belch the national anthem. Good. I mean, I've heard kids do that. It's really impressive, actually. Really? Yeah. Seems gross. It was. <laughs> Great. Um, you should see it when they throw up. Oh, halfway through. God, it's hilarious. No. Um, no. Blood. Yuck. <laughs> and of course, the couch gag is the couch springs out like a bed. Yeah, apparently it's a it's a pullout. They didn't get rid of the pullout yet. <laughs> it pulls right out. <laughs> Over. I got rid of the pullout. <laughs> Just ripping it apart. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, this one uh, features. Oh, uh, this is a. I, I like this episode. I love this episode. This may have been actually the first time I saw it. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, two I, bad I neighbors first. <laughs> I can't actually remember ever seeing this. Episode oh man! Before. This is one of my, my one of my uh, well fondly remembered ones. Yeah, I see why. Yeah, uh, so I don't really like this. Oh, here we go. What? I don't really, I don't, I don't really like this episode. Really? No. <laughs> why not? There's like all right. So only- Ife is cut from the program. Uh, moving on. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't really enjoy it. I like the fact that they took a risk with uh, uh, two characters you don't really see much of, like Skinner and Selma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Patty, but other than that, there was only one really good joke that I saw. There were some things I thought were charming, but it, I didn't really like this episode that much. Did you find them principal charming? Wow. Maybe I should have left that. 
Yes, as and always. I love it. Um, but other than that, there's really not a lot to well, me. Well, let's talk about it. So this episode's about uh, Principal Skinner and uh, Patty falling in love, essentially. Um, you know, Selma, uh, Marge's other sister, is lonely. And so Marge basically tasks Homer with finding her a man. So he uh, settles on Principal Skinner, has him over for dinner. But unfortunately, Patty walks out before Selma does, and Skinner falls in love at first sight. And therefore, Selma is now a non-entity to him. Uh, Which is all very sad when you think about it. But uh, it kind of turns into, uh, I feel, a pretty sweet uh, uh, episode. I'll agree with you that there's not a whole ton of jokes, but I think maybe I'm just so endeared to this Skinner character that it it uh, works the runtime for me. Um, I love the uh, Homer searching for a man gags uh, with the little Terminator. Uh, oh, that's a, re- that's a reference. That's, that's a reference. That's a re- reference. reference. Cultural reference. Uh, <laughs> cultural culture. Um that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I find it really charming. Um, I like that they give uh, Skinner and Patty some humanity. I like the idea that Patty's very hesitant uh, in, you know, uh, his affections, but kind of succumbs in the end, and I, I think kind of does care for him, but knows that her allegiance is to her sister, so she can't go through with it, and she is kind of sad about it. Um, you know, we find out later Patty's a lesbian, so... That's a topic for another day, perhaps, but... (laughs) (laughs) Greg. (laughs) Greg's just shaking his head. So stupid. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Patty comes off really uh, really nice in this one. Um, Patty is one of my least favorite characters, but she really does uh, shine. Yeah. I don't know, like... Patty and Selma, as characters, generally I don't really like, in general. Um, Selma's hilarious, because... (laughs) <laughs> Selma's hilarious because she's a predator. Like that's like the whole kind of thing, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. tricking, uh, tricking, tricking uh, cable men to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, uh, I do. I, I like episodes when it's focused on them often, weirdly. But when they just pop in, they're just so one note and so grumpy and angry about everything that I just don't care for them. But but uh, I liked their dynamic. How Selma is the like man hungry. <laughs> Predator, I guess. Uh, whereas Patty is more the like, I don't care. Like, I, I just want to live my life. I don't need a man. And uh, so it's a, uh, it's an interesting thing to see in the Silver Age before they've really established her character super well. But you can tell that's the direction they want her to go in. You know. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. Right, as a first time viewer. I mean, it's better than any Simpsons episode I've seen. New. Yeah, yep. any new Simpsons episode. You're right. So this is basically a new episode for me. So so point two bad neighbors. Like so, I I I enjoyed <laughs> it because it was like I don't know maybe on a second viewing I wouldn't as much, but um, I find the humanity that was given to the two characters um, very endearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not extremely sold on their relationship until Patty started to like kind of, like, open up a little bit. Um, and I found uh, the additions of all of these fantastic characters, because there were a bunch of new... There was oh, yeah. a bunch of firsts uh, in this episode. 
Um, just awesome. Yep. Uh, Groundskeeper Willie. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah, Groundskeeper Willie makes his first appearance. Um, great. Was originally intended to be a one-off character. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ended up being recurring. Um, and I guess Dan Castellaneta was having trouble nailing the character for a while until he decided to settle on an angry Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that works. Let's do that. So uh, that's our first appearance of uh, G-dubs. Squeaky voice team. Yep. Uh, and Hans Moleman. Hans Moleman. All voiced by Dan Castellaneta. Hmm. Coincidence? Um, here's the thing. I found what uh, Hans Moleman's name is. Because mm-hmm. it was not Hans Moleman in this episode. Yeah, he has a different name in the driver's license. Yeah, you looked on his... I saw on his driver's license in this, in this episode, and it was not Hans Moleman. It said Ralph something. And I'm looking it up right now, and it says Ralph Mellish. That's, that That's was terrible. That was his, <laughs> that was his re, that was his name to begin with yeah. in this episode. Uh, I and don't know when they settled on Hans Moleman. Um, I assume it was, it was when they decided to bring him back. Yeah. They were probably like, well, let's give him a name. And they probably didn't even realize they technically gave him a name already. Yeah, probably not, and, because this is just a reference to a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, and uh, uh, Matt Groening, I believe, suggested the name Mole Man because he looks like a mole man. Yeah, like, it's it's pretty perfect. on the nose. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Groening. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, he hates that character. That I love that. Could you go into that more? <laughs> <laughs> Could we go into that a little bit more? Because yeah. oh, I wait, fucking please. love that he... Did you know this, Ife? I think you guys mentioned it on a, a previous podcast, yeah, and I laughed because it's funny, because you, you, know, you start to think of all the times they've just killed him off. Yeah, they yeah, kill him, him so many times because Matt Groening yeah. demands it. He's like, you need to kill this character <laughs> if he appears... Like he, Oh, he's then Mole Man shows up. He's like, okay, can you kill him at the end of the segment, please? <laughs> and so they do. And he keeps coming back because you know, the writers love him. <laughs> It's like kissing a peanut. <laughs> oh, man. I hope the series finale is a Mole Man-centric episode. <laughs> just to let you know how far the series has gone. And it's just a big slap in the face to Matt Grady. <laughs> like, season 45. The Mole Man. <laughs> Episode, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, do we get some uh, get some culture vultures for this one? Oh yeah, Vertigo. We got the Vertigo, the Vertigo episode. Just the, the I pointed out. As the, yeah, as Springfield the, Elementary has a weird clock tower in this episode. Yeah, there's only. a bell tower for no reason except for <laughs> Skinner to go up there a couple of times and have the Vertigo reference. Yeah, um, and then take Patty up there, and it's also where he sees Bart's name written in soil. Yeah, uh, and of course we have the Terminator. Yep, slash Westworld. Yeah. Um, the um, the title's a reference to Prince Charming. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, Never, and, may have heard of him. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, Skinner oh, at, the end, at yeah. the end, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tomorrow's Another School Day is almost word for word what Gone with the Wind says, just without school. Yeah. Tomorrow is another day. Oh, and um, good night, sweet principal. Oh yeah, Hamlet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm familiar. Are you? Yeah. Have you read it? <laughs> I've I've skimmed it. Uh, <laughs> I saw the also, I saw the, uh, the made for TV movie. Go on. 
uh, for the, any uh, sports fans listening to Two Bad Neighbors, they do a really insensitive. <laughs> they they do a really insensitive uh, remake of the they call it the Theismann down in the NFL. I'm not sure if you know about this, but is that what uh, the, the slow motion is? Yeah, but and that's really really insensitive because that was that guy's first down, and he never played again because it destroyed his body and his career. And they did that really over animated version of it. Uh, yeah, the guy even has Lawrence Taylor's number. So wow, get on you Simpsons. They, re- they really uh, nailed him. Maybe maybe he owed them money. What's that? What, what's it called? It's called the Theismann Down. If anyone has a really strong stomach and you want to YouTube that, uh, good on you. But it's really, it's pretty much that without the guy doing the flip. And it, like, just destroyed careers. It was really a Some say I have the strongest stomach. No one says that. What if, what? What if you have a what? No, I said some people say I have the strongest stomach. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to watch it. Okay, well. Uh, I mean, I'm going to watch it, too, because I'm very curious report, now. Report back on the next TBN. and. Uh, you can voice your disgust. I'll, I'll let you know if I puked or not. You will. <laughs> you, you will. Uh, so uh, there, there's also a dirty joke as well in like one of those sign gags. Oh yeah. Uh, the rotating restaurant is called Sit and Rotate. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably uh, if we're gonna move on to like favorite jokes. Sure. Um, it's the background gags that are going on as they rotate around. Um, uh, with Chief Wiggum saying, don't jump, don't jump. <laughs> uh, and then the penitentiary, pri- yeah, the prison guards quelling a riot yeah. at Springfield Penitentiary. Yeah. Um, just great. It's great. Yeah. Um, great little background gags. It reminds me of, uh, we missed this in the way we was, but there's a dirty joke about Marge not putting out. Oh yeah. Which I wow. never really caught until now. <laughs> yeah. Her dates keep getting uglier and uglier. Oh, that's what you get for not putting out. Yeah. It's not very subtle at all. It's not subtle, but it's just, as a kid, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> oh, boy. So so Marge was uh, a bit of a frigid bitch. And, it was uh, high school, man. <laughs> and Patty and Selma were sluts. Come on. Let's, let's call a spade a spade here. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's not. No. I'm clearly being facetious. Please, <laughs> please don't put this on the Jezebel.com. Oh, God. I'm a strong proponent for feminism. I, um, I say that without joking. Um, so, uh, yeah, so favorite jokes of this episode? Yours was uh, the, Mine the, was uh, when Selma walks in on uh, Homer and Marge arguing, and Homer was quoted to say, but nothing, Marge. She's a heifer, oh, yeah. plain and simple. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's the laugh-out-loud funny part of this whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. perfectly timed. Once again, yeah. nice feminist messages here. <laughs> It's it's funny. Oh, it's so funny. Um, mine was probably the uh, when he's scanning for dates, mates, whatever, and he sees the stranger. With Terminator vision. Yeah, and it's like pros, good stride. Yeah, cons, total stranger. <laughs> and the stranger just kind of glares at him. Like, <laughs> Why are you staring at me, sir? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Get a load of the nerd. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> Uh, Greg, what about you? I just said mine. Did you? With the rotating restaurant. Oh, that was... Got it. Yeah. Uh, so, best episode of the three. What do you think? Which one? Uh, the way we was. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, me too. Like, what a great episode. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one's that one's probably the closest to Golden Age that I've seen 
in yeah, the if, past three. Before this project, if pressed to say when was the episode the way we was, I would have said probably season three. Yeah, I would have. I would have as well. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that kind of an episode. But to this this episode's credit, uh, Principal Charming, uh, it shows you how much of a change Skinner's character has. Like he's like they call him a wiener all the time, even though there's a reference to the graffiti. Yeah. He becomes kind of this beaten man with his mother, but in these episodes he's kind of a superhero. Yeah. That smells like uh, sodium tetrasulfate with uh, chlorophyll, and you know you can smell it and runs out of the room. And yeah, but yeah, that, I a, feel like that's pretty like because there's uh, you know um, Bart's comment where he's like, "Curse the man who invented helium! Curse Pierre Jacques! Whatever!" Yeah, like he knows Curse his Pierre shit. Jules, says that's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he knows his stuff when it comes to like science and and nerdy shit. And uh, so, and like, also you do see him being more, even more like a superhero later on when he's. When he goes all Vietnam on like the lawyers' asses who say the happiest place on earth is a registered trademark, <laughs> or like, he's walking he takes them out uh... and throws the briefcase. Yeah, does he say copyright expired or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's phenomenal. And any episode where like he gets really introverted into himself and has a Vietnam flashback. Is one of my favorite oh, things ever, Johnny. 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 <laughs> Ooh, I broke his brain. So well, when you I put it like that, I, 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 I break my. <laughs> I yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I I think that Skinner's character, uh, pre Armin Tamzarian, is very of course. Uh, <laughs> is very clear in that he is kind of a mama's boy, you know, pushover. But he also, it's because he has this dark past that he doesn't let come out. And uh, I really like that about his character. And I like that in this episode, he becomes basically a pushover because he's in love and lets the school run amok. And then once that's over, he's like, time to end this. And like goes in and punishes Bart properly. So, I don't know. Works for me. Yeah, me too. Cool. That being said... Uh, that'll about wrap things up. Yeah, that'll wrap things up here at Two Bad Neighbors. Um, the, uh, next episodes we'll be watching are Old Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm. Bart's Dog Gets an F. Mm. And Old Money. Mm. I don't know. I'm not really... Is that the one where Abe gets a girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh, Bart's Dog Gets an F, uh, I am fine with. It's the one where he's trying to give him obedience. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, there's a really funny line at the end. There's, yeah. Isn't that the one where uh, Santa's little helper gets Principal Skinner fired? No, no, that's, that's Sweet Seymour. Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song, season uh, five. Another good reference there. Yeah. The title. Um, and uh, what was the first one? Oh, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art? That was great. Yeah, because that's the uh, first appearance of his worthless Her. half brother. Um. That's a reference to Krusty yeah. saying Luke yeah. Perry's is worthless after Luke Perry. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, that's about it. And um, any uh, thanks for coming, Ife. Any final words on no, the this Simpsons? Is, uh, oh, 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 any final words on what? On The Simpsons. In general. Yeah. The Simpsons uh, taught me how to be funny, and I, I have a, a bond with Simpsons fans. Like you guys said, you can be in a room, someone says the right thing, and you immediately become friendly to somebody yeah, yeah, with the totally. right reference at the right time. Yeah. It's, it, it, I think it might be the 
It's the great unifier. It's, it's not the it's not the only it's not the only show that's done that, but it's the only show that's done that on such a scale that at any party I can have a conversation with somebody in just Simpsons quotes. Yeah. And I'll say, uh, on the record, I believe that if Churchill and Hitler both watched The Simpsons, there wouldn't have been a World War II. This is like the second podcast in a row you've had a World War II. <laughs> What's your deal with World I'm War II? A, I'm a history buff, what can I say? <laughs> Great comment. <laughs> I don't know, I just really love history. What's the problem with that? Do you got an ish? What is it? <laughs> Oh, oh you are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. All, right, All right, so <laughs> thanks again to our guest, Ife. Uh, if you have any corrections or omissions you'd like to send our way, please email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com, numerical three. And uh, yeah, Greg, any final words? Please like us on Facebook and comment on our videos, or sorry, not videos, podcasts that we post on Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, we check that all the time. And, um, oh yeah, but there's a new episode of The Cinepals coming, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Comment, like, subscribe. Etc. Etc. Thanks again, Ife. See you later. We're out. Bye, everybody.